no matter how much experience you have or how little experience you have, um, everybody has something that they bring to the table, whether that's a new perspective or um, their personality or whatever it might be. Like everything that is about you is unique and no two people are the same. Like if everyone was the same, it would be kind of a boring world. So Mm -hmm. knowing your value and knowing your worth. Hi guys, I'm so excited to introduce you to this week's guest. Her name is Miracle Alatunji. She is an entrepreneur. She's the founder of Opportunity. She's an author of a book called Purpose, How to Live and Lead with Impact. She is an advocate, an international speaker. She was named top 25 under 25 in Boston, and she's a college student. So here's Miracle. All right. So Miracle, thank you so much for being here today. I'm, I'm really happy to talk to you. You're such an impressive young woman, and I, I'm so excited for people to get to learn more about you. So thank you. Thank you, Liz. Thanks for having me. Of course. So I read this in your, your book, and I'd love if we could kind of get started here because it feels so much, I mean, at least to the reader, that this is something that really has kind of served as like a, a guidepost for you. So your name and the impact that that's had on you. Can you just share a little bit about that story? Yeah, for sure. So um, for me, my name's story is kind of like you said, like the guidepost. And um, it's something that I think about all the time where it's like, I wasn't expected to live to be the age I am right now. And essentially, I'm a miracle child. And I think about like, that kind of ties into this overall theme of purpose and how like, I know I have a purpose for being here and I know you have a purpose for being here and every single person on this planet has a purpose. And so that was kind of like the part of the motivation for even writing the book in the first place. I love that. And it it just, as a mom too, I have a a young daughter and I just, honestly, that's just so beautiful to hear. And um, so Can you talk a little bit about, because you've, as I said, you've accomplished a lot. You have a company, you've written a book, and by the way, you're in college, right? So how old are you? I'm 20. That's incredible. Um, You definitely, as I was, you know, learning more about you and as I've been reading about you, it's definitely made me want to step up my game, which I love. Um, Can you talk a little bit about your company? So what is it? When did you create it? Like, how did your company start? Yeah, for sure. So when I was 17, um, I had just come back from a summer program and this program was really amazing. I got to meet a lot of wonderful people and it was a free program. And I was telling my friends about it and they were all kind of like giving me blank stares. Like, what is that? Like, they're very confused. And that's when I realized like a lot of people aren't aware of these amazing opportunities that are out there. Um, and so I did like a research survey and I sent it out in a couple of Facebook groups I was in um, just to see how other high school students like thought about this issue and if they had issues with finding opportunities. And so from that survey, I gathered that like this is a widespread problem. Like a lot of people want to find like great summer opportunities that they can explore their careers and they can get to meet new people um, but they just don't know where to find them and where to start and so that's what led me to start Opportunity Um, and basically the mission and it's like evolved over the years as I've learned and like had mentors and people who've advised me Um, but now today the mission is to empower the next generation of leaders to realize and reach their full potential um, in their careers and in their personal life And especially I had to pivot a little bit um, over the past few months with the pandemic. Um, At the beginning of the summer, a lot of people were losing their summer opportunities. And so one thing that I started doing was creating content around like virtual interviews, how to find a virtual internship opportunity, how to build your network virtually. Um, So like in a way, the pandemic has kind of been an opportunity to kind of spin and like add this new aspect of the business. So um, that's a little bit about that. 
That's awesome. Are, are you kind of like a one woman show? Do you have a team? Yeah. So um, mainly I'm like the, I guess you could say full-time employee. I had interns in the summer um, and a couple of people who help with projects here and there, but technically, yeah, I guess it is a one woman, one woman show, um, but I do have a lot of wonderful mentors um, who always give me great advice. That's incredible. So can you talk about in terms of your, your company, what what are some of the the takeaways that you've gotten from the experience in terms of, you know, making those connections for people and helping to bring them or connect them with those opportunities to learn, to grow and to, you know, hopefully further their their own careers. What's been some of those takeaways for you? So one thing that I've come to realize through this is it's just amazing how one opportunity um, that could be like a summer program, an internship, or even like a connection, like making a connection to someone um, for someone else who's interested in a particular industry. Like it's just so amazing how that can change someone's life and their own trajectory. Uh, So I think that's like a really awesome thing. And then also one thing that I've learned about this whole area of like finding opportunities, whether that's internships or a volunteer opportunity, like it's important to um, put yourself out there and like don't self-reject. I think that's one of the biggest things that I've seen is a lot of times we talk ourselves out of like great opportunities because we think like, oh, maybe I'm not good enough. I'm not qualified. And like that imposter syndrome starts to come in. So Mm -hmm. like put yourself out there. Absolutely. And I definitely want to touch on that a little bit more as we're kind of talking about your book. So you started a company, you've written a book, Purpose, which is great. I think when you hear the title, it can sound, Purpose can sound like almost very abstract. But what I love about your book is that you make it so easy. Like you've broken it down into very kind of tactical steps and ways to think about it, which is just very easy to digest and sort of process and apply to your own life. So can you talk a little bit about your book, why you created it, and what you were really trying to achieve with it. Yeah, so you're exactly right. When I first started, I was like thinking about this word purpose and this whole concept. And to your point, it seems like very abstract and really like nebulous kind of. And so the whole purpose of writing the book was to break it down and make it more like approachable and um, easy for people to understand and relate to their own lives and their own careers. So there's one part in here where you talk about um, a personal mission statement for yourself. And I love this because it didn't seem like the way you're proposing it, it, it sounded like have this, but it's not a static thing. Like this can, as you get more experience and as you, you know, take in different experiences, this can evolve and change. So you want to make sure it's still relevant. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, definitely. So with the personal mission statement, um, I feel like a lot of companies have this mission, like a mission statement for their brand or their organization, like where they want to go. Um, I thought that was really interesting. Like what if we have our own personal mission statements for our own lives and like, how does that relate to our values and like the passions that we have? And then also on the point that um, your purpose can change, that's so true. Like as you gain more experiences in your life, as you like grow your network and just like learn more about yourself too and like do self-reflection, you can find out more things about yourself and that's totally fine. I think that's like the one constant thing in life is change and change can be a good thing. 
Yeah. And you kind of talked, touched on what I wanted to talk about next, the, the self-reflection aspect. And I think that that is such an important, such a simple thing, but such an important reminder because so often we don't make time for that. And just really calling it out here, I think was so important and helpful. When you're talking about self-reflection, I love how you mentioned that it really helps you to come at things from a more proactive space rather than kind of staying in this perpetual reactive state. Can you can you talk a little bit about that? Like how you're thinking about that? Yeah, for sure. I think self-reflection is really important. And it's sometimes hard. Um, I think before the pandemic, it was especially challenging because we were all like, you know, hustle bustle and nonstop working and everything was just like, go, go, go. But now like after the pandemic, it seems like things have died down a little bit. Um, and then in some cases, people might have more time for self-reflection. Um, and like why I think it's really important And I love how you put it too. Like it's a more proactive approach because like sometimes when you take the time to reflect, you might realize like, hey, maybe I'm in a relationship that is toxic for me or maybe like I'm doing something that doesn't really bring me passion or joy or happiness. So it's really important to take those times for self-reflection because it can really help you and enable you to grow in different aspects of your life. Mm -hmm. And when you you kind of recognize those things, it, it doesn't have to be like this major shift automatically that, okay, I'm just totally going to change, but you can start to sort of incorporate some of small bits of those things into your life until it becomes kind of more in alignment with uh, where you really want to be or who, who you really are. You talk about also in your book, stepping outside of your comfort zone. Obviously, this is something that we hear, but it's it's hard to do. It's hard to actually put that into place uh, and getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. But the fact that that's really where growth happens. Can you talk a little bit about that and you know how you've done that in your own life? You know, put yourself in situations where you didn't necessarily feel super comfortable, but it it allowed you to achieve this growth or to kind of uncover new things about yourself. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think with stepping out of your comfort zone, it's definitely a lot easier said than done. And sometimes it's not even like taking a big giant step out of your comfort zone. It might even just be like the small steps. Like um, one thing that I challenged myself to do, it was like around, I think it was the beginning of last year. I was like, I'm going to try to do one thing every day that scares me um and like over the past year it could be like little tiny things too Mm -hmm. Um, even before when I was 17 in high school like one of my biggest fears was public speaking and I was like really terrified and speaking in front of a bunch of people and then I started like volunteering to like speak at like different ceremonies that my school was having and that kind of helped me those like small ceremonies eventually became like opportunities to speak at conferences and other larger events with more people so it's like a gradual process Um, And to your point, like, it's okay to take those small steps. Like, you don't have to take a giant leap out of your comfort zone because it's definitely like a process. Mm -hmm. How do you kind of get yourself back on track if you ever do sort of get a little off the rails of staying in your comfort zone a little bit more? Like, how do you kind of get yourself back to a place where you recognize that and you start to try to shift it again? Yeah, I think it ties into the self-reflection and just thinking like, is what I'm doing now like challenging me enough? Um, Is it enabling me to like grow? Because yeah, like definitely being uncomfortable helps you grow a lot. Um, So that's something that I try to keep in mind whenever I find myself like 
holding back. So I feel like all of this kind of ties into this purpose, sort of living more authentically, living more in touch with who you're, who you're meant to be, who you want to be. So I just, I love that. Can you talk about like, what does living authentically mean to you? And how do you kind of put that into practice in your own life? Mm-hmm. I would say that living authentically, to me, I think that's just like accepting yourself and loving yourself unconditionally and understanding that the goal is progress and not perfection. Um, I think like it's, it can be overwhelming to try to like make everything perfect. And with that, like, I would say one example that I have is like when I was writing my book, actually, like sometimes I would sit there and I would try to like write the perfect words and like say the perfect things. And I would find myself just like staring at a blank page because I would be so hung up on trying to make everything perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, But really I would say the focus should be on progress um, and understanding that like, it's okay to be a work in progress and also be a masterpiece at the same time. Like you're still working on improving yourself, but you understand, that you have flaws and that's okay and that you're just human um so i think authenticity has a lot to do with just like accepting yourself and understanding like you can be a work in progress and that's okay i love that and i think especially kind of in the age of the internet too it's so hard there's so much pressure i feel like you see everyone's perfectly curated everything it's the highlight reel and it can be very difficult when you're i think starting something new or trying to do something new and sort of falling into a trap where you start comparing yourself and comparing your beginning to where someone else is you know a little bit further down the road and um, that can, that can be difficult, and for some people, that can be something that kind of stops you in your tracks before you even get started, right? Yeah, exactly, for sure. So, you know, as you've been creating, you created a company, you have a book. As you've been creating and starting new things, what are some of those challenges that you faced in along those same lines, like whether it be comparison and imposter syndrome, whatever the case may be, like for you specifically, what are some of those challenges you faced and how have you kind of pushed through them? And, you know, I don't think it's a one-time thing that these things come up. Like how do you continually try to remind yourself or work through those things? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, definitely from a personal perspective, imposter syndrome. Um, you know, I was 17 when I started Opportunity, and oftentimes I would be in these rooms with people who are way more experienced than me and have way more knowledge. And sometimes I'd feel like, what am I doing? You know, like, do I really know what I'm doing? So those feelings of imposter syndrome are definitely like normal and uh, something that I experience. And I would say that one way that I try to overcome that is constantly like having positive affirmations and thinking about how no matter how much experience you have or how little experience you have, um, everybody has something that they bring to the table, whether that's a new perspective or um, their personality or whatever it might be. Like everything that is about you is unique and no two people are the same. Like if everyone was the same, it would be kind of a boring world. So Mm -hmm. knowing your value and knowing your worth. Can you talk about, I mean, you're just getting started. I love this part in your book where you share this like quick little story where someone's introducing you at a speaking engagement and they ask if they can just introduce you by your first name. And the reason that they're doing that is because they're confident that your name is going to be one of those first name basis like Oprah. And I thought that was so cool. Such a cool compliment. Can you 
talk about like what's next for you. I mean, you're just getting started. So, so what are you kind of working on? Mm-hmm. So in terms of what's next, I've been working on a proposal for book number two. I really enjoyed the process of writing the first book. It was definitely challenging. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, there were times when I was like, am I actually going to finish this book? Um, but overall, I feel like it was a really great process. And I feel like in my second book, I want to write another nonfiction. Um, so I've been working on that. And then um, there, I've been in the process um, for the past few weeks, just like putting my application together. I'm applying to role models management. And essentially, they're an agency that represents people who essentially want to change the world um, and have like different passions around social issues. So I'm working on my application for that. And just overall, I want to keep working on projects that I'm passionate about um, in areas like women's empowerment, financial literacy, and just like generally like social impact. Oh, that's so cool. So how do you kind of balance all of this? And like, how do you stay, I don't want to say stay motivated, but how do you keep going when you're also trying to balance being in college? Like that's not easy on its own. Um, And then you have all of these side projects going on too. Like how do you stay grounded to making sure that you're on track with what it is that you really want to accomplish? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, Sometimes it's hard. Like I know a lot of people talk about like work-life balance, but I feel like it's more like a juggle. Um, And oftentimes you have to really focus on like what are your priorities? And also like I've been really more and more that it's important to actually make time for things like self-care and to just like relax um, and try not to like burn myself out. Um, so those are some ways that I try to like keep that juggle. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I, one of the things I think too that can kind of stop people, and I know that I've you know, even use this before, like, oh, I'm too bit, like I'm too busy. I don't have time to do these things. But it sounds like, you know, you just know that these are a priority to you and you make time and you're in college and you're still making time to run a business, write a book, write a second book. Um, So that's really incredible. And I think it speaks back to your self-reflection reflection process and really knowing who you are and what's important to you and the value that you bring. What is something that you would give as advice to, you know, not only people your age, but just people in general that are curious or interested in kind of pursuing something that they feel very drawn to, but just kind of don't know how to get started? Yeah. um, So one thing I would say with that is write down what are those things that you want to explore, like anything, um, whether it's fashion, whether it's coding or writing, whatever it might be that you're interested in, you want to explore more about um, and think about ways that you can like learn more about it, whether it's like reading online, reading articles, um, listening to podcasts, or just like reaching out to people in that field or trying to find like an internship or like a way that you can volunteer and like learn more about that specific uh, passion that you're interested in. Um, so that's one way I would say, like, don't be afraid to explore those things that you want to learn more about. Mm-hmm. I heard something once and it was like kind of not putting one way to kind of get started is just to exactly what you said, just explore more about not put the pressure on like this has to turn into in the beginning stages, like this has to turn into X, Y, and Z, like this needs to become my career, like I need to be able to kind of quit my job based on what I'm going to do for this. Just starting out more from a place of curiosity and seeing where that takes you. So I, I love that you said that. Um, when you think about 
advice that you'd give yourself? And I, I don't mean this from a place of regret, more so like lessons learned, but what's one piece of advice you might give your younger self? Oh, let's see. <laughs> Sorry, I don't um, mean to stump you. <laughs> no, it's okay. That's a really great question. I honestly, like growing up as like a young girl in this world, I feel like it's so easy to like look at yourself in terms of your limitations and what you can't do and what you can't be. Um, so one thing I would tell my younger self is like, you can be anything and you don't have any limits. Um, and like, even though a lot of the messages you might hear from society, some of them could be negative about like who is a leader and who's not a leader, that kind of thing. But understand that you're, um, you're worth it. And like, you can do anything that you want to accomplish. I love that. Thank you. I wanted to ask you, I know that you kind of share a lot about yourself in the book, but what's something that people might be surprised to know about you? I don't mean that to be one of those icebreaker questions like in <laughs> class on the first day. I hate those. <laughs> it's okay. Um, one thing that people would be surprised to know. Hmm. Oh, I mean, this one, I don't know if I've shared this before with anybody or with a lot of people, but I actually wanted to be a doctor when I was little. Um, so that was like my life goal. <laughs> when I was like really young. And I was like, I'm going to open um, my goal. And my dream was to open a children's hospital and call it the Miracle Medical Center. And um, specifically, like I wanted to be a cardiologist because my sister had like a heart condition when she was born. And that was something that I wanted to do. And it's interesting because like the point you made earlier about people having like different passions and wanting to explore different things. For me, I shifted to like entrepreneurship and business in my junior year of high school when I did this program and it was called the Diamond Challenge. And through that program, I learned more about business and entrepreneurship. And that's when I made this like complete pivot um, to wanting to be an entrepreneur and like a businesswoman. Kind of to that point, like, how do you, what do you suggest for people that kind of are very tied to a specific idea of what they should be or what they think they want to be? And as they learn more kind of about themselves and get more comfortable expressing that, realize that that's really not the path, that it might be something else. Like, how do you advise someone sort of like making that shift and also maybe bringing people along too. Not that you owe anyone, you know, those explanations, but sometimes it can be hard for people to accept um, when you sort of go down a certain track and then you, you want to make a change like that feels true to you. So do you have any advice there? Yeah. So um, I think one of the things is to look at, is this something that you want to do or do you feel like pressured by other people like think about what your own passions are um and then also um similar to what we were talking about before about not being like just taking that step and trying to explore and it doesn't even have to be like a big step step it could just be like researching online more about that particular um either it's a career path or just like a passion um and then talking to people who work in that field and just learning more about their work and what they do so miracle it's been Amazing to talk to you today. I know that there are so many good things in store for you. You are so accomplished and wise beyond your years just speaking with you. I know I said this in the beginning, but you really make me want to step my own game up. So thank you for that little boost here. Um, where can people find you? Where can people find your work, your ideas? 
Yeah, so um, my book is available on Barnes and Noble and on Amazon. Um, and then I'm also active on my personal socials and opportunity socials on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for sharing with us today and be on the lookout for a miracle. <laughs> Thank you, Liz. <laughs>